I'm Ron Cruz here. The news making the headlines in the Philippines and across the globe on the COVID-19 pandemic. The Philippines' COVID-19 tally breaches the 11,000 mark. 292 new coronavirus infections were recorded Monday. 81% of those cases are from Metro Manila and Central Visayas. Seven new fatalities were also reported, bringing the death toll to 726. The number of recoveries nears 2,000 after 75 additional COVID-19 patients tested negative for the respiratory illness. The DOH says it has a bed capacity of over 13,000 for COVID-19 cases. A 40-bed mobile quarantine facility rises at the cultural center of the Philippines grounds in Pasay City. The Department of Public Works and Highway says 10 shipping containers have been converted into 40 air-conditioned rooms, each with their own toilet and bathroom. They will serve as an isolation facility for health workers or for suspected COVID-19 cases. The DPWH says a prototype will be ready for turnover to the National Task Force Against COVID-19 within the week. A similar mobile quarantine facility is being eyed to rise at the Quezon Memorial Circle. Napaka-strategic ho ng CCP grounds, ano po? Ito po ay malapit sa World Trade Center, sa PICC, sa Rizal Memorial, Ninoy Aquino, at malapit din ho sa mga referral hospitals like PGH at Hospital ng Maynila. So, ang unang pwedeng paggamitan ho nito yung ating mga medical personnel na after their 7-day duty, kailan silang mag-quarantine for 14 days. Pwede din po naman ito sa mga dating tinatawag natin na PUI or PUM dahil naka-isolate po sila. Uh, parang, naka, uh, kala, parang naka-hotel din na kanya-kanyang CR. Ang commitment po namin is to show the final prototype for PUIs and PUMs and for medical personnel within the week. So uh, pagkatapos po nun, um, uh, the, the National Task Force will decide whether to roll out uh, this particular uh, prototype uh, on, a, on a mass level. Philippine government offices will implement alternative work arrangements beginning May 22nd. That's the Philippine Civil Service Commission issues interim guidelines on work arrangements under the enhanced community quarantine and general community quarantine. Under joint memo circular signed by the Commission and the Departments of Health and Labor, heads of agencies are advised to determine alternative work arrangements for their employees as suitable. The Civil Service Commission says a health and safety officer should ensure the necessary protocols are in place for their operations. The heads of agencies may adopt flexible working hours equal to the 40 uh, working hours po required by the law. Hindi ho mag-apply sa healthcare facilities, emergency uh, services, law enforcement, similar duties. It gives us a leeway para ho yung, uh, we can adapt because this is not normal times and therefore we sa gobyerno, we likewise have to evolve and adapt to the changing conditions po. We need to look after our government officials and employees kasi the Philippine government issues health guidelines for the resumption of construction work for public and private projects under general community quarantine. Under the protocols, the health condition of construction employees will be monitored daily. They will be provided with proper quarters for the duration of the project. Regular disinfection will also take place. Food, water, and disinfectants must be provided to the workers. A full-time safety officer must be on site 
and errands conducted outside the construction sites will be kept to a minimum. President Duterte is expected to decide today on lockdown protocols after May 15th. Mayors in Metro Manila have recommended to the interagency task force to either extend the enhanced community quarantine in the national capital region until May 30th, place Metro Manila under general community quarantine to allow some businesses to reopen and public transportation to partly resume, or to enforce general community quarantine while keeping certain areas locked down. Let's say, ang isang siyudad po, eh, merong 25 na barangay, nakita nila tatlong barangay na lang ang medyo madaming positive mm -hmm. or madaming bagong uh, uh, COVID, yan na lang ang ilalockdown natin. At tuloy yung GCQ na yung ibang siyudad. Leave it to the wisdom of IATF kung ano yung decision nila. At whatever it is, we will follow and definitely nakaredy po ang ating mga mayor. Researchers from the University of the Philippines caution government against prematurely easing lockdown measures in Metro Manila. That's as their mathematical forecasts show lifting the enhanced community quarantine too soon may result in a spike in COVID-19 deaths and infections. What we were suggesting is that uh, DILG rethink its proposal to have uh, Metro Manila have certain cities under GCQ because it will be very hard to implement. Mm -hmm. So that's, what, that's one, of the, one of the key recommendations. Of course, we uh, included uh, um, Metro Manila together with some other provinces uh, to continue their ECQ for, another, for a longer period of time because cases are still rising. Based on their study, UP Department of Political Science Professor Ranjit Rai says a premature, premature easing of the lockdown could lead to about 2,000 deaths and some 20,000 more cases. A decision will be made tonight and we're hoping mm -hmm. the president will uh, decide in favor of uh, you know, saving more lives. ECQ is working, um, as can be seen by data from DOH. Uh, even their models and projections show that... Uh, Transmissions have, while cases increase, okay, the rate of transmission is controlled and uh, the number of deaths are also less than uh, what others projected to be the number of deaths at this time. The Philippine province of Camarines Norte is still COVID-19 free as it continues to implement strict health protocols under a general community quarantine. Attorney Don, uh, Don Culvera, the spokesman of the Camarines Norte provincial government, says problems with social distancing have been minimal, especially in Diet Town. He adds the province is ready to handle and isolate suspected cases. We will still follow the... 14 days quarantine, they will uh, go here and actually work here uh, because we believe that after two months that we're doing this, there is still a need uh, for the people who will enter the, the Camarines Corte to undergo the 14 days uh, quarantine at the facilities of the respective LGUs. We maintain three uh, isolation hospitals 
or facilities here in our province. From the start, Labo District Hospital can hold at least 100 patients, uh, 25 in my bato and at least 70 uh, patients in Mati, Minsons. Securities and investment banking company Nomura Securities calls for greater urgency to save the Philippine economy, which it says may see its biggest contraction since the mid-80s. Nomura forecasts the country's gross domestic product to contract by 4.8% this year due to the pandemic. For Yuben Paracuelia, senior economist for Southeast Asia at Nomura, the Philippines immediately needs a supplemental budget to save jobs relative to what other countries have done already in terms of not just the relief measures, but also actually providing uh, support for, for the labor market, uh, you know, wage uh, subsidies and income support. Uh, I think the Philippines has been uh, relatively lagging behind, and uh, I think we need to catch up a little bit, uh, especially with the fact that uh, the lockdowns have been extended, uh, and I think a lot of um, small and uh, medium uh, enterprises are, are really taking a little bit of a hit. And I think right now they're suffering from liquidity issues. Uh, but I think insolvency could become a, a key risk uh, the longer this lasts uh, without uh, any government assistance. My concern is that we're already well past uh, uh, the start of the second quarter. Uh, and there's still a lot of discussions in terms of what sort of measures they, they want to put in place. Philippine shares start the week up alongside most Asian markets as investors pin their hopes on more economies reopening and easing their social distancing restrictions. The PSE index closed up nearly 1% at 56.67. A fund manager says investors should go for companies that will likely survive 2020. He notes investors are already writing off 2020 due to the impact of the pandemic. Based on our sensitivity, if the ECQ is um, um, two months, it's lifted um, on May 15 as scheduled, and you have a slow uh, recovery um, back to normal um, after that, so you have ECQ then GCQ, you're looking at about 6160 fair value for the PSEI end of the year. The Philippines is one of those most battered countries mm -hmm. um, and stock markets. If there's a vaccine, we're going to go up more than those that are performing fairly well right now. Three children in New York have died from a rare inflammatory disease believed to be linked to COVID-19. Those children had no symptoms of the disease, but their test results showed otherwise. Uh, but we were laboring under the impression that young people were not affected by COVID-19. We're not so sure that that is the fact anymore. Chilling words from New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who on Saturday told reporters that three children in the state have died from a rare inflammatory syndrome believed to be linked to the novel coronavirus. Toddler elementary school children are presenting symptoms similar to Kawasaki disease or toxic shock-like syndrome. Now, these are children who come in who don't present the uh, symptoms that we normally are familiar with with COVID. It's not a respiratory illness. They're not in respiratory distress. It's more an inflama inflammation of the blood vessels, which can then cause problems with their heart. And there are 73 cases that the Department of Health 
Dr. Zucker is now studying. Uh, but the illness has taken the lives of three young New Yorkers. Cuomo did not disclose the children's ages or circumstances of their deaths. He said New York, which has reported more than a third of all U.S. coronavirus deaths, is now working with the CDC to investigate the syndrome affecting children. As it turns out, these children happen to have the COVID antibodies or be positive for COVID, but those were not the symptoms they showed when they came in to the hospital system. Scientists are trying to determine whether the rare syndrome is indeed linked with the novel coronavirus, because not all children with it have tested positive for the virus. China repeats its call for vigilance against a new coronavirus as it reports 17 new infections. It's the highest number of cases confirmed since April 28th, proving that COVID-19 still poses risks. The Chinese city of Wuhan, where the outbreak began late last year, has also reported five new infections, sparking fears of a resurgence of the deadly disease. China now has a total of 82,918 COVID-19 cases. The death toll remains unchanged at 4,633. Gyms in China's capital, Beijing, have partially reopened after nearly three months of being closed due to the coronavirus. Take a look. The new workout accessory in Beijing is a face mask. The sounds of pulsing music and crashing weights have returned to some of the city's gyms after being closed for nearly three months. Only above-ground gyms are allowed to operate. Temperatures are checked at the door and names and contacts noted. Everyone must wear a mask unless they have difficulty breathing and maintain a distance of around six feet. My Fitness Gym is subject to three spot checks a day from the city's sports authorities. Any breach of the rules could result in it being shut down. The gym says the reopening came just in the nick of time. My Fitness is a members-only gym where people sign up for classes with a personal trainer. But it's now letting people who want to work out on their own use the facilities, as many other gyms nearby are still closed. Although restrictions in China have eased, many people are still working from home and looking after children, so businesses are taking time to get fully back up and running. The Ultimate Fighting Championship League becomes the first sport to make its return despite the COVID-19 pandemic. On Saturday night, UFC 249 took place between Justin Gagey and Tony Ferguson at an empty arena in Florida. This comes after nearly eight weeks of no sports events in the U.S. The comeback was supported by U.S. President Donald Trump himself. We love it. We think it's important. Get the sports leagues back. Let's play. You do the social distancing and whatever else you have to do. But we need sports. UFC fighter Ronaldo Souza dropped out of UFC 249 after testing positive for the coronavirus. After staging the first major sporting event in a world upended by the COVID-19 pandemic, UFC President Dana White is optimistic pro sports can make a safe comeback. He believes UFC 249 was a success thanks to their coronavirus safety protocols. Aside from having no audience, everyone from fighters to staff wore face masks. Only one cornerman per fighter was also allowed into the cage in the breaks between rounds. 
you know, this whole, the whole world is weird right now. Everything's weird. This whole event's weird. You know, it's, it, it, it's different. We, we live in a different world than we did two months ago. And, um, you know, the bottom line is the, the system worked. Absolutely. Yeah, I know that sports leagues and, um, you know, states asking us, you know, a lot can be learned by what we're doing here, not just for um, professional sports, but, you know, sending people back to work and lots of other things. White now says he's been receiving calls from several leagues and even some states about how they were able to pull off UFC's comeback. Online streaming sees a sharp spike during the COVID-19 lockdown. View Philippines country head Aryan Kader Koo says more people are accessing or downloading their app across the region with an estimated 20 million strong Filipino audience now hooked on Korean content. Despite a, sli a slight pushback in releases, who says there's a solid pipeline for fresh content moving forward. Regionally, we have seen a significant growth across um, the market, which is about 60% increase in video views. Um, but specifically for the Philippines, I mean, the growth has been tremendous. We're seeing about 200% in terms of overall video views. When we measure pre-COVID period or ECQ lockdown around February, uh, versus April of this year. Um, in relation to the hours of time spent, um, over 250% increase in our app viewership. But it's not just on our mobile app. We are seeing an increase also on, on the big screen or TV app users. Um, that has been an increase, of course, during this time of over 460%. We've had a significant pipeline also um, the last two quarters. So, um, as, as I mentioned earlier, Pretty Little Liars came out in April. Mm -hmm. We have My Bubble Tea coming out. So there is a significant slate of shows that mm -hmm. uh, will continue to uh, provide for our viewers. The Philippines' megastar Sharon Coneta raises 2 million pesos for ABS-CBN's Pantawid, Pantawid ng Pag-ibig program after her virtual concert on Mother's Day. In an Instagram post, the Kapamilya singer thanked those who supported her cause and encouraged Filipinos to continue donating to ABS-CBN Foundation's COVID-19 relief efforts with Louis Ocampo as her musical director for the virtual concert. The megastar performed her hits including Kahit Maputina Ang Buhuko and Mr. DJ. The performance was streamed on ABS-CBN's YouTube and Facebook pages. This is ABS-CBN Corporation Channel 2 in the service of the Filipino. Now signing off. The Philippine House Committee on Legislative Franchises has ordered officials from the National Telecommunications Commission to explain why they should not be held in contempt for issuing a cease and desist order against ABS-CBN. The committee gave NTC Chairman Gamaliel Cordoba, his two deputy commissioners, and the head of NTC's legal branch 72 hours to respond. Committee Chairman Franz Alvarez maintains a shutdown order was far from the NTC's commitment during a March 10 hearing. It will allow ABS-CBN to continue operating while its franchise renewal is pending in Congress. Alvarez describes the NTC's move as an act of disrespect against Congress, which has the sole authority to grant and revoke legislative franchises. 
The Philippine Senate has adopted Resolution 395 urging the NTC to withdraw its cease and desist order against ABS-CBN. The resolution reiterates the Senate's stand that ABS-CBN should be allowed to operate while its franchise is pending. Senators Tito Soto, Ping Lacson, Cynthia Villar, Aimee Marcos, Ronald De La Rosa, Bongo, Francis Tolentino, Bong Rivilla, and Pia Caetano abstained from voting, saying the issue is already before the Supreme Court. ABS-CBN has sought a temporary restraining order from the High Court. The case was raffled off to a justice today. Meanwhile, more than half of Philippine senators filed a bill seeking to grant ABS-CBN Corporation a provisional authority to operate. Thirteen senators co-authored SB 1521. They are Senate President Pro Tempore Ralph Recto, Majority Leader Juan Miguel Zubiri, Minority Leader Franklin Drilon, Dito Lapid, Richard Gordon, Sherwin Gatellan, Joel Villanueva, Sunny Angara, Nancy Binay, Bong Revilla, Riz Ontiveros, Francis Pangilinan, and Manny Pacquiao. The resolution argues the closure of ABS-CBN will result in the loss of thousands of jobs. It adds the shutdown will affect the country's advertising industry and investors' confidence in the Philippines. The senators point out legislative interventions are necessary for ABS-CBN to continue operations, especially in the middle of a pandemic when the public is in need of reliable sources of, sources of information and entertainment for the sake of the public's mental health. Retired Philippine Chief Justice Reynato Puno sees a faster way for ABS-CBN to reopen. Puno says Congress can issue a provisional authority to allow the network to continue its operations, an authority that falls under its greater power to grant a broadcast franchise. Puno also disagrees with the NTC's move to issue a cease and desist order against ABS-CBN. He argues the network should have been given a chance to air its side. The more uh, prudent uh, thing to do, uh, and uh, I hope uh, I'm not uh, being uh, disrespectful uh, to them, is uh, to issue first a uh, Shiopos order. Uh, why uh, a cease and desist order should not be issued by uh, NPC? Malaki po yung pagkakaiba nang uh, sana ang inisyo muna yung Shokos order. Dahil kung yun ang uh, ginawa nila, ay nabigyan ng uh, pagkakataon yung uh, ABS-CBN uh, na sabihin yung kanilang uh, panig. At uh, gayon din siguro nabigyan ng uh, pagkakataon ang ating uh, kongreso na mag-intervene. Uh, in other words, yung Shokos uh, uh, order is uh, more in accord with the procedural uh, due process. For Justice Puno, both the High Court and Congress should factor in ABS-CBN's role as a broadcasting entity in deciding on the matter. Sa pananaw ko, hindi dapat gamitin yung ordinary uh, standard mm -hmm. ng, uh, na, na yung franchising. Hindi naman involved sa, sa broadcasting yan. Eh. Walang question dito, walang issue ng freedom of redress. Pero kung tayo yung franchising uh, involved sa broadcasting, yung freedom of redress uh, is, uh, is uh, also uh, at a uh, stake. That has to be distinctly considered. ABS-CBN is a parent company of this news channel.
And those were the latest news alerts. I'm Ron Cruz. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.